Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Put your hands on your heart. Pray that God will touch your heart. That His word and His law will be written in your heart. Put your hand on your head. Ask God to speak to your mind. Father, let us never be the same again. Dura We yield ourselves to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together as you take your seats. From today, we are changing the name of our services on Sundays to Transformation Services. Transformation. Last year was the experience. And I believe that we experience God in many ways. But I believe that this year God is taking us higher. And so we are changing the name of the services to transformation services. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. Maybe Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Transformation. Say I will be transformed. To be transformed is to go through a radical change for the better. A radical change by the end of this year you would have been radically transformed you will not recognize yourself oh yes if you were at one you will not be at two you'll be at 20 yes it's going to be a radical transformation that is going to happen this year and so much do I believe in this that I've done this banner as a visual representation the Bible says that when God told um, Jacob, when Laban told Jacob that every sheep that you um, that is spotted shall be yours. Jacob went to make a piece of wood and they spots on it and put it in front of the sheep who were mating. And as long as they saw the spotted wood as they were mating, they brought forth spotted sheep. That genetic mutation. Yes. Then when Laban saw that, hey. All the sheep are now spotted. Then he changed the thing. He said, no. Now, if the sheep are striped, since you were born, have you seen striped sheep before? Is it a zebra or a sheep? Have you seen striped? Then, because the guy wanted to cheat Jacob. Then Jacob once again went to do the wood, the uh, sticks. 
he striped it, cut it, white striped it, he peel it. Took his time. You need to take your time to get stripes on wood, but he took his time. And the Bible says that as long as the sheep saw the striped wood as they were mating, the sheep now stopped bringing forth spotted sheep, began to bring forth striped sheep. Oh, yes. So that's why I put this word big in front of you so that you yourself will know that you are being transformed. Yes. You'll be changed. From somebody always borrowing money to a, an addict to lending money. Sometimes you'll be looking for people to come and borrow some money from you. That is how your transformation will be. It will be absolute. In Jesus' name. Romans to the 12 verse 2. That's the reason for this change. It says, And be not conformed to this world. That's the first step. You need to change. Turn away from sin. You know, you cannot serve two masters. God is not a cheap person. God doesn't allow to be an alternative or a substitute or a spare time. He says, turn away from the world. He says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed. How does transformation come? By the renewing of your mind. Look at what happens when you become transformed. If you allow yourself to be transformed by the word of God, then he now says that then you will prove. Your life will be a living proof. Yes. That you may prove what is that good. The goodness of God. When you are transformed, your life will prove it that God is a good God. And acceptable. When you are transformed, what will be happening in your life will show what happens when God has accepted someone by their ways. And then finally, when you are transformed, it proves what is the perfect life. When God is in total control of somebody, how is the person's life like? When you are transformed and transformation takes place, your life will be transformed and your destiny will change. Oh yes. You will live a life as though you are dreaming. You will live like in a land flowing with milk and honey. A land by rivers is good enough. He said you'll be like trees planted by the rivers of water. But there's something higher than rivers of water. Rivers flow with milk and honey. If they give you water and they give you malt and milk, some people used to drink malt with milk that they put milk in their malt. I hear it's very nice. Yes. Hey, you have all done it before. <laughs> when your life is transformed, that's how it will be like. It will be like you are drinking malt with milk in it. It will be beautiful. Nobody will you look. Do you know that you can get to a point in your life where there are no more prayer topics for you? Like there's nothing like really there's nothing to pray about for yourself anymore. Only to pray for the church and God and church growth and uh, things about the church. That is how your life will be this year. Amen. I prophesy into your life. Amen. I create, you know, we, we cannot go to all that. But the Bible says that the, the world was created by the word of God through faith. You see, so as your pastor, 
if I have authority over your life, I'm recreating a new life for you based on the words that I speak. That this year, your life will be transformed completely. It's true. We will be attending your wedding. You who had given up on getting married, you'll be dancing here. And I'll be preaching at your wedding. Transformation is your portion. He said, did you transform? So that's why you need to come to church every day. Let me tell you, when you don't come to church, eh, it doesn't change my life. Oh. I mean, when you don't come to church, I fall sick. I remember now I'm dead. Coming to church gives you an opportunity for your mind to be transformed. Bible says, so that you will prove by your life what is the good, acceptable, and the perfect? There are three levels: the good level, the acceptable level, then there's also the perfect level. I see you getting into the perfectness Amen. of God's will for your life. Amen. Where your life is that we are reading the Bible. When we see you, your testimonies are like Abraham. But how does that come about? It comes about by living a life of faith in God. Faith. So for the next few weeks, I'll be sharing with you on faith. Amen. Because I tell you, when you see see somebody who lives a life of faith, the best way to describe that person is like Superman. Or if you don't know Superman, maybe your childhood didn't uh, what Superman was both. Alikoto and Dikos and Tumatu Ampe. You may not know su- Superman. So maybe since you are modern now, it will be like James Bond. Not uh, the last James Bond one. Um, all the types of the new one they did. Never something die. No time to die. Very, very bad. James Bond died at the end. No, not, a, not a, that one. Into whatever situation James Bond enters, he always comes out. When you live a life of faith, your life is like James Bond. No matter the hole you enter, you come out. It will be like Jesus. The Bible says that eh, you see, when they killed Jesus, Satan thought he had won. He made the big mistake. Jesus was looking for a way to already go to hell. To go and free captivity captive. Now you have killed Jesus and now you have taken him to hell because you say he's a sinner. Now Jesus is inside hell with you. How can you have peace? On the third day, now he rises up from the dead. Takes the keys of hell and the grave. Not only does he come out, the Bible says that and he led captivity captive. He went to, the Bible says in the book of Luke that, and many of the saints of old were seen in the streets of Jerusalem. Like their spirits were seen. They saw David, Solomon, they saw Abraham walking on the, what's he doing here? Jesus had taken the captives, captive and led them to heaven. Yes. And the Bible says, and he made a public show of them. He made demons bow to him in public. I was reading a book called Grandmaster Now in Christ. The guy said they took uh, the spirit of Idahosa to Jupiter to go and kill him there. So they called the spirit of Idahosa to appear. Satan himself was there 
all the principalities, they were all there. And this occult grandmaster, they had deceived him that he's the greatest person in the world, like spiritually. The only person who was greater than him was Satan himself. He's even greater than the demons and the principalities, and he believed it. When they were in Jupiter and they called the spirit of Idahusa to come, so that when they killed the spirit, he would die on earth. He said, suddenly a bright light shone. Satan ran away first. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, it's Satan who fled first. Then the demon, everybody fled. So that, what is going on? But as far as he is concerned, Satan is the most powerful and he is next. So what can make Satan flee? He said, suddenly Jesus appeared in the calabash and told him that if you don't repent now, you will die. That's how he repented. Oh, yes. You see, I said this to say that uh, there's a place you can get to in your faith where nothing, you'll be like Superman. You always rise above every challenge. I thought Jesus was the most persecuted. Jesus had the most problem of anybody who walked around with it. Satan was his personal enemy. You saw so the demon don't even know you. It's, it is your landlord who has been worrying you here and there. <laughs> Spirits don't even know you. Paul was so significant in the work of faith that when Satan said, Paul, we know him. Jesus, too, we know him. But you, who are you? Look, in the realm of the spirits, you are not even known. But when you start living a life of faith, you start climbing. Demons will recognize you. That, hey, this guy is a troublemaker. Fret not. There's nothing they can do to you. If they could kill you, you would be dead by now. That's why I need you to rise in your faith because there are great benefits. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. He says, Hearing is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Then he says, The just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, hey, no, I'm quoting the wrong one. Romans chapter 1, verse 17. He said that hearing is the righteousness of God revealed. The just shall live by faith. Please solve the sound thing, sir. Romans chapter 11. Are you there? What is this thing? Hello? Uh huh. It says, hearing is the righteousness of God revealed. The just shall live by faith. Therefore, Romans, let us jump to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 38. Look at what he says there. He says, now the just shall live by faith. You see, so if you are going to be a just person, it's going to be by your faith. He says, but if any man draw back from faith, you stop believing my soul and they draw back onto perdition. Sorry. My soul shall have no pleasure in him. He said that, but we are not of them. That stop acting on faith. That stop believing. And then he goes on to explain what it means to stop acting on faith. He said that, it means that you've drawn back to perdition or to unbelief. 
but we are of them that believe even to the saving of our souls. When you continue having faith, you are saved. Because look, at the point here, Satan gets us by setting traps for us. Recently, I offered a girl a new job. I said, there's this new job I found, you can get it. Then she told me that I am okay where I am. I'm happy here. Then I told her that not many people can say what you said. Many people are always only looking for more. Even when they are happy, they want more. That's how Satan traps them. I read a book by Rick Joyner, How to Overcome the Spirit of Poverty. The most striking sentence in the book, he said, sometimes in order to make you poor, Satan gives you money. Money is nothing. Faith is everything. James chapter 2. I see your faith rising. James chapter 2. Verse 14. I'm building up the doctrine of faith. Then I'll teach you one point for today. It says, what does it profit? Or what is the benefit, my brother? Though a man say he have faith, and does not have works or does not have actions can faith alone save him if you say you believe but you don't act out your faith or your acts are contrary to what a faith person's act should be how would that benefit you for example if a brother or your or a sister is naked and destitute of daily bread and when it comes to you saying that I'm hungry, I don't have food. You say, depart in peace or be blessed. You are telling the naked man, be warm. <laughs> and you are telling the hungry man, be filled. Notwithstanding, or as you say, be blessed, be filled. I cast away the spirit of hunger. You do not give them the things that are needful to their body. What is their profit? Or what is their benefit? 17 James chapter 2 in the same way faith if it does not have acts is dead being alone your faith shall never be dead in Jesus name you'll be a man of acts 18 yes a man may say you have faith but I have works Show me your faith without your works, your actions. And I will show you my faith and what I believe by the things I do. Ask the person next to you, please, where are your doings? Ask the person, where are your acts? Ask the person, when was the last time you paid your tithe? The of the tithe, the act of tithing. As the person, as you've been chopping your tithe, watching me by Facebook, I'm also asking you on Facebook, answer me on the screen. <laughs> How do you prove your faith without acts? He says, show me your faith without your acts and I will show you my faith by my actions.
20. But will thou know, or I want you to know, oh vain man, or oh useless man, you will never be a useless man. That faith without works is dead. Faith is activated by the things you do. Faith is shown by your actions. Faith is proven by the things that motivate you and that you are able to accomplish. They show your faith. We can only see what you believe by what you do. I see you doing a lot of good things. 21. Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When he had offered up Isaac, his son, upon the altar, practically, he took the guy three days because he believed in the person who had said, sacrifice your son. Put your phone on silent or off, please. See as thou how faith worked with his works. That means like he believed in God and, the, and his faith worked by the things that he did. You see, let us stop this verb. You see, God even came one day and said, These people, eh, they love me with only their mouth. I mean, if you were a girl, a man came and said, you know, I really love you. I want to marry you. I'll cross the Sahara Desert to bring you ice cream. I'll prevent the ice cream from melting in the Sahara Desert. If you are thirsty, I'll, I'll jump through the sea and bring you water anywhere you are. You know, you are the love of my life. I'll even pay your e-levy for you without fail. Hey, now, if you want a girl to love you, offer to pay her e-levy for her. I'm telling you, she'll fall for you right now. Let me back to my sermon. You even tell her, I'll pay your e- I'm giving you raps. You are laughing at me. I'm showing you how you can get a beloved by this year. Instead of believing and showing by your acts, instead of going to rap a girl by telling her, I'll pay your e-levy, you are laughing at me. Okay. Okay, I'm showing you how you'll be married this year. You are making a joke of it. I am telling you, tell the girl, I'll pay your e-levy for you. You are laughing. Okay, let me continue my sermon. So if the guy told you, I'll pay your e-levy for you, everything, where he finishes, he doesn't visit you. Valentine's Day is coming. He breaks up with you on the 13th. <laughs> on the 13th, he breaks up with you. Valentine's Day, he doesn't text you. The man who says, I'll cross Sahara Desert with ice cream for you, doesn't text you, even text on Valentine's Day. Nothing. Will you believe he loves you? Why? Because there are no words to back the words. Let your works back your words. Talk is cheap. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Yet it's a gospel that come there. Talk is cheap. Sika bebrewo. Omaini mo. Adente na ese ye nko bobosia. Sabiba. Ye bobosia. Ye ho hia. Yet it's a gospel why are you hungry? <laughs> no, we are not hungry again. No. We are starving. <laughs> Recently, I heard that somebody said, 
there was a country called Umofia. Me, I want peace. Umofia. And so there, there was a party in opposition. They said the government was uh, milking the country. So if you vote for them, they'll come and protect the milk of the country. So the people voted for them to come and protect their milk. But after they came to power, now the cow is missing. They cannot find their cow again. In what country? What are the name of the country? Umofia. Let me continue with my sermon. So you can see how without works, everything you are saying is useless. Useless. Without words. Talk is cheap. <laughs> he said, see how his faith together with his works and by works was his faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, we said. Abraham believed in God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. Verse 24. Look at verse 24, James chapter 2. See then how or come to the conclusion that by works, by works, by the things he does, your works are the things you do. By works, his faith was made justified. And not just by faith or by believing. Likewise also, you know, Abraham was like a good man, overly perfect, morally good, and all those moral things. Now look at the other example he gives. A prostitute. Who you will now say, oh, Abraham was good, but the prostitute is bad. Look at what he says. Likewise also, Rahab the prostitute was justified also by her works. By her works. When she had received the messengers and had sent them away by another way. 26, James chapter 2. This is the conclusion of the matter. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Finish. You can talk a lot. You can talk a lot. That's why we give an altar call. If you believe that there's heaven and there's hell, and you yourself, you know in your heart that, look, I've not given my life to Jesus. If you believe, you will give your life to Christ. By coming to the front, God, Jesus said that anyone who is ashamed of me in this world, it's a problem. When I also come, I will also be ashamed of you. You will publicly confess by your works, your belief in God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Today, for a few minutes, and then I'll pray for you because, you see, once again, why am I having an anointing service today? Because I believe in the anointing. And I believe that the anointing, or when someone is anointed, there are physical benefits to it. I believe in it. What is the proof of my belief? I'm having a physical, not spiritual anointing service, physical anointing service. Because I believe in it. My words prove what I believe in. Oh, yes. And I can see that everything I do is from my faith. Why have I named the service transformation? Because I believe that it is transformation that brings a change. 
Why have I done a banner? Because I believe that what you see affects you and you become what you see. So my words are backing, like the things I'm doing are backing what I say I believe. I'm not just coming to tell you about Jacob. But when did you see Jacob? Were you there when he put the striped sticks on? So how does that help you? I'm applying what I say I've read that I believe. I'm applying it in my current life today, in my own way. Yes. That as you see transformation, it will stir up something in you. Ah, but why do you think there are newspapers? There are newspapers because people who are mature know that what you see affects you. Why do they do advertisement for beer? Johnny Walker with a nice girl smiling. Let me tell you something. Those girls you see drinking beer in their adverts. It's not beer. They pour their beer out, put water in, and then they drink it from the bottle. In case you think Jackie Apia drinks gin. So you two, you drink some because it's your robot. They poured it out, put sobolo in their wine bottle. That's what she's drinking. <laughs> yes. But they know, they know, they know that what you see affects you. They know it. It is a science. It's a study. It's, it, 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 it's a branch of psychology. They study it as a science. Why do you think they'll put a smiling girl there? Because they know that a smile, it is called the power of association. So when you see the pretty girl smiling, which is beautiful, then they put it by a bottle of bitter Guinness. Those of you who have drank Guinness before, but you are sitting in church this morning, like you don't know the word Guinness. Like, is it Guinness Book of World Records? I won't mind you. When they put that nice smiling girl by a bitter bottle of Guinness, you associate that niceness with the Guinness. So you go and buy it. Oh, yes. They know that you are affected by what you believe, by what you see. And I believe it too. So I've also done my own advertisement. Who is this? Hey. hey. Yeah. I've also got to put a nice smiling girl. Not so smiling, but <laughs> I am acting out my faith. You too act out your faith. How do you act it out? The title for my message to do is Faith is Obedience and Obedience is Faith. Yes. And I'm sharing from chapter one of this book. The points are just four. And then I'll pray for you. And as we are ending the fast today, even though we didn't really fast, don't worry. We fasted for you. We fasted for you. Don't worry. Just say amen. Just say amen. Don't, don't act that. Oh, don't say in your oh, but we fasted though. Don't, don't say that. You know he didn't fast. I'm saying that we are fasted for you. Just take it like that. Say amen. And then receive the blessing. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one. Faith is obedience, and obedience is faith. Number one. The Israelites' obedience to the commandments would have been faith in action. Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 22. Look at what God said. And at Tabera, and at Massa, and at Kibroth Hatava, you provoke the Lord to anger. Likewise, 
when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea saying, go up and possess the land which I have given you. Like I'm telling you today that be transformed and be blessed this year. Look at what happened. Then you rebelled against the word of the Lord and you believed not and you didn't obey his voice. <laughs> when the Lord said, you would even have thought that people would like to be blessed. But God said, I've given you the land. Go and possess it. You believe not. So you went up not. Because you didn't obey his word. On, I think, Thursday or Wednesday, the Lord gave me a prophetic word for my sheep. That that day was a day of good fortune. Everybody should sow a seed of two. Either two CDs. You see, the fact that if it's hard for two CDs, it's not after money. If you're not after money, you don't think about money. I beg you. You are not looking for money. The money you give, it is sitting there. It's not that like we were broke looking for money to do something. We weren't. I wanted my shield to be blessed. Two CDs. Or 20 CDs. Or 200 CDs. Or 2,000 cities. Ha! I cannot share with you the testimonies that came from those who believed. Oof. Where should I start from? One person shall not be well. So if I, she had not been well, and the doctors had given her a series of life-changing tests to go and do that. Those type of tests that based on the results, you can die soon. About three or four of them to go and do. So she went to do them. And then she sowed the seed. In the evening, she sent me a message. Oh, my tests are clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. Then there was one. Then she said, the last one was a sickling test. And they said, and they're sickling too. They said, I'm AA. You know, AA in today's world is high commodity. Eh? <laughs> AA is a precious, precious. It's like gold or diamond. When you are AA, you possess a special uh, gift. But you know, when she told me I'm AA, then I heard, because she's a twin, then I heard the voice of God. Check the sickling status of her twin sister. So, I asked for the sickness status of her twin who came out from the same womb on the same day at the same time. Her twin sister is A.S. Oh, yes. If you understand what it means. Her twin sister was A.S. I had to check her twin sister's sickling status. It's people like Bishop Oedipo who are here saying about how they prayed and the sickling status of people were changed. It's, yes. Another person texted me said, oh, a part of friend of mine sent it to me. He said, I'm going to sow my seed now. Then he told me that the next day, then he sent me a message the next day that my harvest is coming already. He said one of his church members, he doesn't even know her well, went to work the next day. And his boss, that the church member he doesn't know well, the boss, he doesn't even know she has a boss. The boss called her and said, who is your pastor? And he said, I want to give you 5,000 CDs to go and give to your pastor for me. I wonder if you ask me that, ah, but me that I gave, I sent you the message. Yes. I many testimonies. 
somebody who had been looking for a job got a job definitely God responds to your faith God responds to the action you took you see and you may sit here thinking, I don't need a miracle everybody needs a miracle in a different area once you're a human being how oh, you need the intervention of God and what God responds to it is the Bible says that for without faith you can substitute it therefore to without works it is impossible to please God for he that cometh to God Bible says must believe that he is it means you can come to God and not believe in God otherwise why would the Bible say that he that comes to God must believe that he is and also that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek it. It means that you can seek God, but if it is not diligent, there will be no reward for it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Your obedience, you come to church, they say, let us pay our tithe. 10% of all your increase. If you believe it, and if you do it, you will be pleasing to God. And the reward, the Bible says that you begging with somebody, you are slept with your other, it will be imputed to you for righteousness. Number two, when you do not believe, you are disobedient. First Peter 2 7 and 8. Unto them which believe, he is precious. That's why you know you can see unbelievers. The way they insult Jesus, the way they talk about Jesus, the way they talk about church, the way they can insult pastors. You can see that pastors are not precious to them. You see, recently I was talking to my mother about some, something, and I was telling her that she was talking about how some people were mistreating her pastor. And as she kept on speaking, I told her that, oh, but we pastors, we are aware. That the congregation don't respect us. Oh, I was telling my mother that we pastors, we know you people don't respect us. I said, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. We respect you. Don't say that. I said, ah, but where are your works? One day I was with my mother and my mother-in-law in the car. And I was trying to make a call. And my credits were finished. I won't tell you the church she's in. So <laughs> I made a WhatsApp call to my administrator and said, Please send me credits now. Then she just said, Okay, Apostle, I was like, very respectful for you. It was on the car phone. Oh, very, uh, very respectful. Okay, Apostle, I will send you a little there. I said, You are blessed in a pastoral voice because my mother and my mother so I had to sound very pastoral. Then, a few minutes later, she sent the message. I will drive. So I said, Send the message. Apostle, please, I've sent the message. Can you check to make sure that you've received the credits? Then I said again, okay, I'll check and get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> then my mother said, This can never happen in my church. <laughs> they said, What can never happen in your church? She said, That's you, the brother, you just make a call. My credits are finished. Send me credit. And they said, She said, No, it would have been a crisis in my church. Then my mother in law said, Oh, yes, it's true. As for lighthouse, they train them well. Oh, yes, you say, as for lighthouse, they train them well. <laughs> well, my mother's church, if you preach and 
the <laughs> those they're preaching, they call you for a family meeting after church. Yes, family meeting, not church meeting. Like no, they'll call you to the house. You won't like it. <laughs> Look, if you have faith in God, then your pastor, which is me, I'll be precious to you. Yes. I mean, I'm not precious to you, I know, I know, but I have to make you feel bad so that I become more precious to you. Yes, but to those who believe, I mean, look at Jesus, for us who believe, we are ready to die for him. Ready to go on missions. Ready to finance his work. We believe in him. He is precious to us. He said, but unto them who are disobedient, that means that the opposite of having faith is disobedience. But unto them who are disobedient, the stone with the builders refused. The same is become the head of the corner. A stone of something rock of the even to them with someone, even to them that stumble at the word. Look at how it ends. He said, being disobedient, where unto they are appointed. When you stumble at the word, that means that when the word comes, you say, mm, Really? Is he sure? Is it not because of what he wants? Is it not because he's broke? Because he's even saying he has run out of credits. Maybe he's poor. That's why he wants us to have faith in him. Hey, if he was poor, if he didn't have credits last week, maybe today he doesn't have rice in his house. So he's sending out to give because credits here, credits is nothing all. Or maybe the floor in the sky is finished. That's why he saved because, uh, because he said he called the Adjutant to send him. So maybe he'll call her to buy him a chomo. So that's why he says he should give. <laughs> the Bible said, if you believe, he will be precious. If you believe, you will support his work. If you believe, you will obey. You will not stumble. You won't stagger at his word. You believe that it is for your good. Once it is from the Bible, it is for your good. Look at people who died for God. At the point, they'll tie them to horses. One facing this way, one facing this way, and they'll beat the horse, and they'll tear their bodies apart. And they'll tell them, deny Christ will stop. But he was precious to them. One day I went to a city in India called Chennai, where uh, Thomas went to work. Oh, I, I went to the check, like the physical check that Thomas built. I went inside. It is so that the Catholics have preserved. You know, the Catholic Church is wonderful. There's a, there's a place in Chennai where they'll show you that when they were chasing Thomas to kill him, this is where he, he ran here. Then we told go there. Then they showed a spot. They have marked two red circles on the ground that this is where Thomas knelt and they stoned him to death. So I also went to kneel down. I put my one knee in one red circle. My, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but I say I have faith. I demonstrated my faith by what I did. Do you know whether Thomas was there or not? So why don't you choose the part of believing and not the part of disbelieving? You can't choose. The Catholic said this where his right knee was. I put my right knee there. And I prayed. As I was kneeling there, I prayed. I said, Lord, fill me with your love so that I can also love you more. Yes, that's what I prayed for. As I knelt down in the cave, He's precious to me. That's why I could leave my family eight months a year serving God in Asia. 
many things have done for God. If I tell you, you even feel like I'm sad. But he's precious to me. His word is precious to me. His servants are precious to me. I love all of them. You know, the pictures, the prophets in the gallery, every, 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 every person who comes here criticizes them. But they are precious to me. They mention the name of Jesus. The Bible says, whosoever mentions the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not for me to determine that this one who is mentioning it, he mentioned Jesus. I don't like the way he mentioned it. Me, Papa, Jesus. I like it. Me, Papa, Jesus. I like it. What is about Jesus? It is precious to me. Every day, the remotest verses, Ruth. Bible says, if we were to mark iniquity, who shall stand? Yeah. You, the person telling me, remove it, remove it. If you two will bring you, we know, if somebody tells Jesus, this person, remove his name from the book of life. He's not perfect. Will you, will you like it? Yes. <laughs> they are all precious to me. Number three. When you are walking by faith, you obey what you are told. When you walk by faith, Hebrews 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place where he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Obeyed. That's all he obeyed. If you have faith, you will have works. If you have faith, you will have works. Because your works give your give life to your faith. Works makes faith come alive. I believe that when the anointing oil comes upon the person, it is a symbol of the presence of the Holy Spirit coming upon the person. That is why I anoint people with oil. I believe, so I do it. You should also believe that when the oil touches you, it's a sign of the Holy Spirit coming upon you and walk in that faith. It will be of great benefit to you this year. One day there was a child of one of the parents in church. Every night around 11.45 to midnight, he would just start screaming in the house for no reason every night. So one day, the mother came to see me. We had finished the convention. And she told me that, please, the face towel you used, I want you to give it to me. I said, what would you use it for? She said, I'll lay it on my child. I believe that if I lay your face towel you've used to wipe your sweat on my child, it will heal my child. That condition never came back again after today. Oh, yes. Your belief. The Bible says, and mantles were taken off the body of Saul, of Paul, and were put on the sick. And whosoever received that mantle was healed. It is your faith that will activate your belief. And then you'll get your miracle. Unto them that believe, he is precious. He said, he obeyed, and he went. Not knowing where he went, 
By faith, he lived in the land of promise. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of the same promise. So you see Isaac too, the same. When he was trying to find a wife, Abraham, not him, Abraham, sent the servants. Prayed for the servants. You see, Abraham believed that if he prayed, the prayer would work. He knew that by the time the servant comes, that he, Abraham, will be dead. <laughs> he prayed for Eliza. He made Eliza swear that he will not change the instruction. The man swore. Whoever Eliza brought, Isaac believed that the prayer of his father is what has brought this answer. He didn't question it. As soon as Rebecca came, the Bible said that and he took Rebecca, took her to his tent and she comforted him after the death of his mother. He didn't question, is she a good person? Is she a bad person? Is she, what his father said, he acted by it. That's it. Finally, not obeying and not trusting are the same. They are one and the same thing. Not obeying is the same as not trusting. <laughs> you see his banner? This is not the banner I wanted. At all. At all. <laughs> but when I discussed it with Bishop Adi, I sent him all the banners I wanted. He said, no. This one is not nice. This one is not nice. In fact, there was, there was one I really liked. When he saw it, he said, ah, the person who designed it, why should he have sent such a banner? I said, it's true. It's not even nice at all. <laughs> I said, it's a very bad banner. Then I even added more words. I think it's from designer's fatigue. He said, yes, it's so bad that he even followed up with a phone call. And I agreed with him on the phone again. <laughs> not believing is the same as not trusting. I trust his words. He said, it is not nice. To me, it's also not nice. Finish. It's not a struggle. But some of you, your insistence on your own opinion is killing you. It's killing you. It has led you to a place where it's like, almost like you are not even a Christian. Always blaming God for everything. But if you be honest, you've lived a life of complete disobedience. Complete disobedience to all those who came to help you. And who would that be a blessing to you? By not trusting what they said. Don't do this. That's what you do. Don't go here. That's where you go. You are wrong. You give reasons for it. And when somebody is mature, eh? mature people don't advise easily. Oh. And with time, even me, I've seen now that I don't advise much. As soon as you ask me for advice, my first response is, what would you like to do? Whatever you want to do, then I encourage you in it. 
I don't want to be your enemy. That's why. If you can get me to tell you the truth, I will show you a direct correlation, direct, between your disobedience and every problem you have in life. Every problem you have. I can show you how disobedience took you there. If you can convince me to tell you the truth. <laughs> every problem, especially those who have been with me for a long time, I can show you. I can explain to you that I told you this. You didn't do it. That's why this happened. I can show you. If you can convince me to tell you the truth. Yes. If you can convince me to tell you the truth. But with time, I've learned not to speak the truth. Even Jesus said what? Rightly what? Dividing the word of truth. If you are wise, you say, Pat, he told them, I have many things to say to you, but you can't handle them now. <laughs> Zephaniah 3 verse 1 and 2. Recently, I saw a guy. Hey, the way he faced me in the past. Today, trying to be so nice. I said, oh, but this guy tells me to be a fool, eh? He's trying to be so nice to me. I said, please. I'm not a child. Be where you are and let me be where I am. Compare yourself to me and see whose life is better. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. Uh, I thought they don't know where Zephaniah is. (laughs) Woe unto hell that is filthy and polluted to the oppressing city. She obeyed not the voice. She received not correction. She trusted not. <laughs> you gotta advise you. Didn't trust what I said. So you didn't receive correction. So that happened. You are the way you were that has put you into where you are. Correction means that where you were going now you've changed. You've even made them do a song called Chuck It. <laughs> Still, you won't Chuck It. Okay, I'm going to bring the guy who sang the Chuck It to come and sing the song here live. That's what he said. She obeyed not, so she didn't receive the correction. So, she trusted not in the Lord. So, she drew not near to the Lord. Because when you also don't trust, you stay far because you know that as soon as you come near, you receive mm, correction. Mm. A girl, why are you smelling like that? <laughs> A girl must not smell. You must only smell good. Sometimes you come say, Come and let me have you to smell. What you say? Mm. Is this perfume from Mali in Jamina? You cannot smell like this. Now, you feel embarrassed that you've been embarrassed, you've been disgraced that a fine girl like me, you say my perfume is from a guy I bought at Tribleo Trotro Station. Have you seen the perfume they pull on the wooden those guys from Mali with their beard? <laughs> uh, that's what they call them. Abuchi. When we smell, you say, mm. It would have been better if you had just even bad without water. It would have been good. You received not correction. When we were to tell you that you are too hard. 
soften up a bit. We tell you, look, touch your skin, touch your skin. Can't you see a woman's skin is soft? God created a woman to be soft. You are too hard. You will be angry. They are insulting me that I'm uh, uh, Tarzan. Uh, this, uh, this. So they don't like me. I won't come to church again. So that's why we just have to preach on faith. Faith is obedience, and obedience is faith. Faith, faith will pour oil on you. They say, bye bye. You received not correction, you trusted not. Your husband cannot correct you. No man can correct you. No man could bind him, no, not with chains. For oftentimes they had bound him, but he had torn them asunder like feathers. That's why you are in the cemetery, cutting yourself with chains all alone. When we advised you, you wouldn't listen. When we advised you, you ask yourself, Jeremiah 3:15. He said, I will give you pardon. This is what God is down saying. Oh, God said, I God, I will give you pastor. I, I will choose for you. But today's Christians, we choose our pastors. When I come to teach a, a, a guy, the way he speaks, he waves his hands, shouting. When was we like, you look at me? No, no, no. I don't like him. He's too proud. He speaks to authority. That's, but does he also not have sense? God said, I will give you. There was a girl. She came to my church for some months. Very proud. So proud that the pride was coming out of her skin like sweat. And when I saw her, I said, you know this girl, eh? she can never marry like the way she is. Let me pastor her. So one day I told her that eh, I want to be your pastor to dominate you and to sort of tame you, tame you. <laughs> that was the last day I saw her in church. This was maybe 2009, 10. It was this year before she got married. All have everybody. The way she, but somebody saw her who who and you me, and doesn't even come to our church. And when she left my church, the person told her that you made a big mistake. The way you are, this is the best pastor for you. <laughs> the way you are, God. The way you are, you need the way I am to balance the, to balance the equation. <laughs> the way you told her, the way you are. You've missed an opportunity to be helped. It's true. She trusted not. She received not correction. She obeyed not. God is when you come to a church like this, we give you a lot of instructions. Do this. Join. Come look at the choir. Come. We change the name of the choir. No, we change. I change the name of the choir. And this macabre fragrance. What is fragrance? Fragrance. I can't, I'm not understanding it well. Fragrance. Some fragrance can be good or bad. Or there's good fragrance and bad fragrance. What is fragrance? So I said, no, I'm going to change the name to Macarius Church Gospel Choir. Yes. That's all. No consultation. Then afterwards, I told Bishop Adida, you know, I sent him the logo of the t-shirt. They did some logo be with some, some earphones. I said, mm, can the earphones listen to the cross? I wasn't, I wasn't understanding the design. 
but but they said oh this is very nice it is very good so i said we are launching it today i said make t-shirts for the launch no consultation make t-shirts for the launch they said lacrosse or t-shirts i said t-shirts <laughs> it's true and they've made it zeno nice so clap so clap yes because i said i i had an idea i said you know we'll be doing outreaches i had a vision i saw the choir doing an a concert at the palace hypermarket car park yes so i said we have to do t-shirts we are going to do concerts after doing the concert at malls We'll be sure don't allow us to preach there. We'll be sharing invitation flight during the concert. This type of it will work for such a concert there. Don't let me go empty-handed. Don't let me go. It won't work. Nobody will come. But if they are singing Jaira, you are in that, it will work. So I said, we are changing transformation of the choir transformation transformation leads to elevation yes so i said we are going to do it t-shirts jeans they said trouser i said cancel that trouser went out of that place yes show me your faith i'll show you my faith by the things i'm doing it's true and you see us going from one level to the other one level to the other Pre-Valentine's concert. Oh, yes. I believe it. Look, I know that without prayer, eh, your relationship, if you don't pray, eh, I'll tell you what to do. Today, call the devil that he should meet you 7 p.m. You'll be at your house and tell him that, you know, um, I don't want to wait till you attack me. Eh, so you attack me now so that I'll see how it will go. <laughs> yes. I know that without prayer, your relationship and your marriage won't stand. Satan comes to divide everything. So I said, Saturday morning. You see, my faith again. All married couple assemble here. All people in the fact that you're in a relationship doesn't mean you marry. Assemble here. We will hold hands. Every couple, husband, wife, two beloved, holding hands. Don't pretend you have not been holding hands. More than holding hands. Come and hold hands in the presence of God and intercede for your children, intercede for your marriage, intercede for your husband, intercede for your wife, intercede for your future, your children's future, intercede for your finances, intercede for your health. Everything pray for two hours. And afterwards, we will have a kinky party. Yes. But you don't have a beloved. Why are you saying amen? Go and sit down. The father you are standing here doesn't mean to say amen. <laughs> yes. Because the way I'll lead the prayer, the way I'll lead, listen, the way I'll lead the prayer from 8 to 10, you will by all means be hungry after. Oh, yes. It's not this. That one, Satan doesn't mind those prayers. <laughs> will be crying out to the Lord two hours when we finish with kinky, with sardine tilapia, everything nice then you go home, you'll be very happy 
Then Sunday evening, that's for the married people. So you register with Renee or Pastor Samuel after. Then Sunday evening, pre-Valentine's Day, I'm doing a pre-Valentine. So that Valentine's Day, you can do the Valentine properly. You I'll be requesting for pictures from your Valentine's Day outing. Anybody who doesn't go out with your beloved on Valentine's Day, you have disobeyed me. You must go out. Faith is obedience. If I catch you at KFC, you have taken your beloved to KFC. You go and join catch there. What the name of here? Lily of the Valley Cathedral. You go and join there with Bishop Francis. Very good pastor. You must take your beloved to a nice place like where? A nice place. If I catch you at Eddie's Pizza, you cannot go there. You cannot take beloved. Leave Eddie's Pizza to the fraud boys for Valentine's Day. Cheesy pizza, Eddie's Pizza. Valentine's Day is fraud boys who take to deceive small, small girls with pizza. If you are in this church, you must take your beloved to a nice, posh place where they are playing music, soft music, a nice sit down. Yes. By the way, by the way, if you are in this church and you are getting married, honeymoon is Dubai. We don't do Cape Coast, Akosombo. These are, you go to the next church down the road. Then, pre-Valentine's again, on the Sunday evening, we are having a singles uh, singles program. Movie show program. We are trying to watch a movie about a girl who was looking for a husband. And she tried out different men. And every man, when his own doesn't work, they will pause the movie and analyze why it didn't work. Sometimes it's the girl's fault. Sometimes it's the man's fault. So we'll analyze so that the men who are making that mistake, they'll change. Then the women who are making that mistake, they'll also change. You see, my faith in you getting a beloved is making me do. After I prayed for you, blessed you, now what do we do? The work to make the prophecy come to pass. If you have faith, works will follow it. Let's stand to our feet. Faith is obedience. Faith is obedience. Faith is obedience. And obedience is faith. Show me your faith without works. And I'll show you, I'll manifest, I'll show you the evidence of what I believe by the things I do. Lift up your hands and pray. Ask God for faith. Rashu kepaluma simakavala. Ask God to fill your heart with faith and works in the name of Jesus. Increase our faith, dear Lord. Increase our faith, dear Lord. Faith is obedience. Make us more obedient to Whoever is instructing us, Kalabasi meke fulaba, Rashi andorolobosi makapela baba, Kashi meka falaba. The power of faith. Put your hands on your heart and ask the Lord to instill the power of faith in you. Believing, shown forth by works, works of faith, verily 
excellent works of faith. Shaka sulaba simakafulaba. Randiria kashimakafulaba. Kanila bosiako tefali boshamaka. Tiando lobosimakafa. Bekafila kisanta haluba. With every head bowed and with every eye closed. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but don't say, I want to surrender my life to Jesus today. I want to exercise my faith. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you. If we were to die today, heaven and hell, where would you go to? Do you have works that show that you believe in Jesus? The Bible said that in that day, the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And whoever's name was not found in the book of life was cast into everlasting fire where there shall be weeping and dashing of teeth. My sister, there is no reason why you must be in church today and ever go to hell when you die, when this opportunity is given to you. If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you. Stand wherever you are and only lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you as we close. Is there anybody here like that? You want to surrender your life today. Bible says today is the day of salvation, but tomorrow may be too late. If you are here like that, you want me to pray with you before we close. The prayer for salvation. Or maybe you've been a Christian for a while, but want to rededicate your life to God. You want to start afresh with God in the year 2022. Also lift up your right hand and we'll pray together once. I see your hand, my sister. You want to rededicate your life to God. Lift up your hand. We will pray once and then we will close. Is there anybody else you want to rededicate your life to God? If you've lifted up your hand, please do one more thing. Please come to me in front and let's pray together in front. Come. Put your hands together for her. God bless you. Director, please. Let us pray this prayer together, my darling. And I want the rest of the congregation to join us. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for my sins and wash me with your blood. Today, I rededicate my life to Jesus and I receive Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Say, Holy Spirit, please come and live in me and help me, strengthen me to live the life of a Christian all the days of my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Please go with our pastor. He'll talk to you for two minutes and then you'll join us. I surrender all. I surrender all unto Jesus. I surrender all to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender. who came believing God to buy cars this year please come to the front I want to pray for you first new cars 
you want to buy a car this year you want god to by his miracle power give you a car some of you won't buy the cars you'll get the car oh to thee i free all to jesus lift up your hands thank god that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness here is the word of god to you bible says that in the asses of Kish were lost and he sent his son Saul to go and look for the donkeys that were lost and they searched for five days and could not find it then they said let us go and see the seer that he may show us where they are God has spoken to the prophet Samuel that tomorrow by this time a man will come and see you saw the son of Kish you tell him that the asses that you went out to seek have been found and your father now sorroweth for thee thinking what has happened to my son instead of finding the asses Saul found the kingship of Israel God gave him more than what he came in faith because it is his faith in the prophet that took him to the prophet what he sought for truly by the time he was finishing he owned all the donkeys in israel because in those days the king owned everything in his kingdom what you have come to look for by faith you came to the front believing god for a car supernatural i came to declare to you by my mouth that God has given you more. That the car you are looking for is but a small thing. God has given you something superior, infinitely superior, that your faith has given you exceeding abundantly above all that you could ever imagine or think of. Somebody you came looking for a car, but you've gotten both a car and a house in the name of Jesus. By the end of this year, you will have both a car and a house. He said of Mary, go to your auntie Elizabeth the one who they said is barren is six months pregnant with the cousin of God (laughs) by the anointing what is difficult becomes easy 
Shalubasume kafali akata. I see it happening. Dakashula bosabaya. Koshima kufaki samakafaya. Rashia kutebasule basima. Transformation. Shima kusaba. Sani, why don't you do it? Please. Kashu kepala. Transformation by the anointing. Like the wind of the spirit. Shiko samakafala. Everything changes. Kalabasume kafala. I anoint you with the Holy Ghost and with power to generate wealth and prosperity and riches and increase and abundance that is beyond anything you could have gotten for yourself. This year 2022 you shall receive more than the double blessing. Receive it in the name of Jesus.